Hello, welcome to 5D Inspired's One Soul Collective, where the focus is self-mastery and self-mastery being life's ultimate game. I am your host, Amy, and my goal is to share information and practical tools that can help you through the process of awakening. Each time you join, my hope is that you discover a new or enhanced perspective about life and the unfolding path of becoming the highest version of self. In this episode, I will be sharing a birth chart reading, but I want to take a moment to explain what a birth chart is and its importance. Your birth chart represents your agreement made for this lifetime in order for your soul to evolve and your soul is using your physical body as the vehicle. The result of soul evolution creates a life of balance and successful relationships, friendships, family, and love. Therefore, it is our soul mission, as well as responsibility, to attune to the instructions provided within our astrology in order to achieve the soul's purpose. In turn, we will be creating a life of fulfillment. Now, I want to share with you one of my favorite quotes of all time. And it is from Neil Donald, Donald Walsh's Conversations with God. And it goes, The deepest secret is that life is not a process of discovery, but a process of creation. You are not discovering yourself, but creating yourself anew. Seek, therefore, not to find out who you are, but seek to determine who you want to be. Hi. Um, I want to thank you for the opportunity um, of jumping into your energy and um, and seeing you from a new perspective. I learned so much more about you and I understand you in a whole nother way. So thank you for the opportunity. I hope you do gain a new understanding about yourself from this. And I do hope that you um, receive this information in which it is intended and it is intended through love. So it is now time to begin your reading. Sit back and listen with an open heart and mind. Overall, your focus in this lifetime is to specifically develop a practice and routine to take charge of health body, mind, and spirit. Your primary focus is, um, in that focus, <laughs> it is to transform your life from the inside, from the inside. Although that is basically everyone's um, um, purpose in life, this is, your purpose is not necessarily uh, to work with masses. Your work is you in a huge way. Keep that in mind. 
You are your word. There is like almost nothing else in your chart for you to do but work on you. In doing so, your soul's purpose will be fulfilled if you choose to do this work. Now, when this reading is over, hopefully you will be armed with practical information and tools to assist you along the journey. Now, we're going to begin with the elements and energies. And your energy reads that um, your strongest element is fire, and that is the identity plane, okay? Which has to do with identity, self, ego, personality. Two is earth, your second strongest element, and that's the material plane. And that's pretty obvious of what that is. And three, um, your third strongest um, energy is water, okay, which is emotions and soul, okay. And the fourth is air, social and mental, okay. You are 70% of feminine ion and 30% male ion, ion meaning energy. So always think energy, not gender. My reason for sharing um, the elements um, and energies is for the sake of knowledge of self. Information such as this aids in perhaps understanding some of our responses. And when we can peer into the window of our whys, like why am I reacting this way? Why am I this way? We can begin to accept our reactions. We can begin to accept ourselves and adjust or course correct as needed. In turn, understanding and acceptance of ourself opens the door for allowing the same for others. Now we're gonna talk about cycles. And when thinking of cycles, think motion, constant motion, no stagnancy, okay? Always movement. The universe is always in motion. Never a standstill. Nothing is ever stuck. As humans, we experience these cycles through time, which doesn't exist because in truth, there are only cycles and age. Age equals cycles. Time equals cycles. And these cycles, um, are this cycle that I'm going to speak of is the cycle of human development and you are currently in the cycle of inventory. So at this stage in your life, you are pretty much taking stock and evaluating the next life moves. You're in the process of evaluating life and self. You're prioritizing what is important and what is not, and you're evaluating your accomplishments, okay? And you're in a new dawn of wisdom, okay? And at this stage, the ego is to unfold the life of spirit. Now, let's break this cycle down into your personal year cycle, which is a cycle six. And this is the year of responsibilities. So your major concerns are perhaps domestic um, concerns, issues, or any drama that is there, um, the nurturing and self-care uh, balance and responsibility, 
career opportunities, and perhaps you may be family family focused. Um, some of those things might be um, some things that are, are on your plate every day. What's interesting about life is when we take a moment to truly contemplate life's current situation, we may notice that we've been here before, you know, sort of thing. Whether it's a job, whether it's relationships, a living situation, whatever the circumstance is, we may look around and see that it's familiar to us. And there may be different role players, but just the basic same theme. This is because if a cycle isn't closed out, it will repeat itself infinitely. Okay, it will go on and on and on. And it takes the learn it takes learning the lesson behind the theme of that cycle by making a conscious decision to change ourselves. Um, and we do this consciously by means of uh, knowledge and wisdom. And this breaks the constant loop. And we, it, it creates a change in direction. We do this through information, gaining knowledge. Because in all things, we're, you want to think in terms of energy, okay? Never think in terms of material, person, like anything tangible. Think in terms of energy, the energy that is creating a, a, a manifestation. A manifestation is only an effect of the energy that created it. So in looking at life, you always want to see what the energy is that created the um, the matter or the circumstance. Now, these changes are done strictly through intention. Intention has to be clear, um, done with a clear mind, a clear conscious mind. The power of intention is likened to like an archer with a bow and arrow. So uh, it's likened to an archer without a bow and arrow, leaving one to question is he actually an archer? Like, so you really want to be very clear on what it is that you're doing and what you're aiming for, okay? You're not an archer if you don't have a bow and arrow. You have nothing to aim toward anything. You can be an archer without the bow and arrow, and you can have a, um, a direction, but what's having the direction if you don't have the tools, okay? And this leads us to the path of the soul, now, in your chart, you have a north node in Pisces, and your chart indicates that in this lifetime, you're moving away from a past life, a Piscean past life, and this suggests that you may have experienced uh, disassociation of the material plane. Oftentimes, this disassociation and escapism experienced in Pisces um, can lead to isolation, drug use, alcoholism, institutionalization, and things like that. And this isn't to say that these things um, are yours in this lifetime. Now, in addition to your soul's journey, um, the placement of Chiron, Chiron is considered the, the wounded healer in which we all have a soul wound. That's the purpose, like, that's the purpose of the human experience, um, and, and it is the protagonist or the cause of our human suffering. 
and Chiron is in the fifth house of Aries. So Chiron, that wound, is literally in your sun sign and in the makeup of your personality. And this suggests that there is a sense of your being that has been violated in some way and which can cause you to fear asserting yourself at times. At times, you may find yourself overcompensating and um, attempting to, to be first at things that you do. There may have been a time in life where creative expression may have been wounded early in life. There's also a chance that someone or something may have prevented you from going out and having fun during early childhood years. Early childhood education or communication may have been a source of pain for you. Possibly growing up um, thinking something was wrong with you or that you are not intelligent enough. These things, these sorts of things make you vulnerable to emotional pain and fear, commitment, as well as rejection. You may have experienced some form of heartbreak or pain in early life love relationships. Now, again, I really want to stress that this is not to say that all these things were experienced in this lifetime. These very well could have been residual memories held from incarnate um, from past lifetimes, okay? Um, and it's held within the soul's wound. However, um, these things do play out. They may, the thing may not have happened or the circumstance may not have happened in this lifetime, but the residual energies creating um, the way that we view life in our subconscious mind, it's an implanted seed there. So I'm sharing these things with you by the chance that they may clarify subtle feelings you have now um, without the concrete evidence of it actually happening. And I'm quite sure you can say that there are things that I feel that I know, but I just don't know why. So getting to understand that aspect of of, of self, that takes on like um, um, past life regression and hypnosis. So you, if that's something that you really want to know about, um, you can look into that and find a hip, hypnotist, okay? Now, let's move on into the early years of your life's experience. And this takes us to the moon. This leads us to the moon. The moon is the operative energy in the years of... Um, the years or cycle of zero to seven, which means from the womb to seven years of life. At this time, we are like sponges absorbing the input of energies around us, whether they're negative or positive. Now at this time, from zero to seven years, the intellect has not been developed. So literally, we are without the filtering system Okay, so the essence of who we are, which is the subconscious, is like fertile soil. The seeds of beliefs, emotions, and feelings, ideals, perspectives of our surroundings are literally implanted into our minds. So from zero to seven years, we are just like this 
vulnerable sponge to our surroundings in the womb as well as out and when we're born. So our household and things like that. Now your natal moon, um, which is your or moon placement, natal, birth, they're the same thing. Um, or moon placement at the time you were born is in the ninth house and it's in Cancer. Okay, your cancer is in the ninth house. And this placement indicates um, you to be a very sensitive person, but you might wear a tough exterior. When you're hurt, you may tend to go into a shell and hide away. And this is because you tend to take things personally, which creates a defense reaction in relationships. So you're very sensitive and you're going to protect and defend yourself. And you can be a little defensive at times. Um, but you can be nurturing. You're a nurturing type of person. And you literally speak your emotions. Like your emotions are your tongue, okay? And they go hand in hand. Um, you can be a good listener, but you tend to get annoyed by others talking, okay? Now, you are a creative and artistic individual, and you have an ability to adapt to unfamiliar or perhaps exotic conditions. It's inevitable that you would have experienced global travel, and this global travel was most likely done in your earlier years of, in your younger years of life. You prefer to be around women because you're very connected to the maternal mother energies, okay? Remember, please keep in mind, we're talking energies, not matter, gender, physicality, or specific people and things. It's energies. These energies happen to create those things, but you want to go to the source. However, your moon placement signifies having a mother who is seen as needy and dependent upon you in some way. Your moon placement signifies as well that your mother was your primary source of teaching and learning regarding life and took the role of what father would teach in many ways. Now, Everything in this reading may not fully, fully resonate to your, um, to your experience. Always remember to take what resonates and throw the rest out. In it, be honest and true to yourself. So in this, what is learned from your mother may cause some discontentment with family or ideas family. The moon placement in everyone's birth chart is highly important because again, it is the culmination of the mind of emotions, the subconscious, and the foundation of our life as a whole. And with the moon being in the ninth house of higher learning, in your ninth house of higher learning and philosophical teachings, it is in your being to hold an emotional perspective, judgment, um, 
and make decisions versus based upon logic. You make a lot of emotional decisions. Your emotional thinking pattern is funneled through the fifth house Mercury in Aries, okay? And this um, Aries energy, Aries energy is fire action, um, fire action oriented. It's impulsive, defensive, competitive, and it can be quite aggressive. Um, here's the thing though, you are quick witted and you're able to make impulsive decisions when needed. So if someone needed someone, um, like in an emergency or something, you will be the person to call cause you'll be like, what, what? And make that, be able to make that quick decision, you know, um, in order to create a solution. However, um, that same impulse and decision-making <laughs> might cause you to speak impulsively, which can be harsh and offend people. So you're really being called to think, 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 think before you speak um, because your style of communication, it is, it might be harsh and, and, and you're competitive and you fight to defend yourself in a conversation and you want to win. Um, the great thing in this placement, though, it does indicate a childish and playful disposition. And that kind of helps others accept your interactions with you. You do have Venus sharing this space. And she helps to smooth out the propensity to hurt someone's feelings deeply, you know. So you're being called to really stop, breathe, and think, you know, and before you speak. And that is what your spirit is really wanting you to do and to really consider, consider the, um, the outcome or the result. And what it is that you, how you respond and what you want to create. Literally become intentional of your word, okay? Like intentional of your life and your words um, that you speak. And it would take you very, very far. Um, um, now Venus, sitting in the fifth house of Pisces, suggests that you have the capacity for a beautiful heart to give love and to love in an idealistic way. With this placement, you are capable of putting your partner on a pedestal and having childlike fun and playful loving relationships. You give of yourself, but as in all things, therein lies a duality. And where, and where that duality um, is, is that you might create an idea of a person within your mind and totally unable to see the reality of the truth of them. Now, this could play out for the negative or positive. So let's say, for example, someone could have ulterior motives and you can't see their ulterior motives. Okay, you're literally only looking at what you want to see in them. And so let's say, for instance, you have two different people and you're holding both of them at 
your ideal picture of them. So you have this in this ideal of them. You have one with ulterior motives, but you're holding the idea, so you don't see that happen. And you have one with good intentions, and but you can't see the good intentions um, because you're holding your ideal of them, whatever your ideal is. So you, it, your ideal is not seeing what is in front of you all of the time. That's quite interesting. Uh, that that is in your chart. Also, with Venus in this space of um, Pisces, um, this is you might be a little bit um, dramatic and over exaggerated in the relationship um, partner relationship partner um, um, area of life, and. You might feel betrayed or disappointed by them um, if they don't perform in a way that is to your liking and you'll completely shut them out. See, Pisces represents illusion because it is a sign um, representing the material world, but all things in between and beyond. So... What you see or feel is only true to how you perceive it, not necessarily truth or fact of what's being represented or seen. So as we go forward, I will suggest solutions in this um, in, in creating and gaining the clarity in, um, in the mind space, in the space of your mind. And we're going to move on to sun and Aries. Um, now, the sun shines a light on wherever it is placed. And, and with it being a source of power and needed for growth and vitality, you want to consider what is in need of having a light shown onto it. What is in need of growth and vitality? Well, it is the ego or the personality. Now, some will say, an Aries doesn't need any more ego. And I would say, true, true. <laughs> However, the birth chart speaks only of the development and aspiring, in aspiring to the highest version or the aspect of self. But remember, where the sun shines, um, Behind all things, there can be a shadow. So that's what that suggests is that, you know, you don't want too much of anything. In all things, there must be balance. Okay. And so your sun in Aries indicates, uh, the, in, in the sixth house, indicates that, um, again, we're going to bring up the body because this is very, very, very a huge part of your life is the focus on the body and health. A routine is very important for you. In achieving this, think daily practice, okay? But you do have Saturn there, and when wherever Saturn is, there are, there are gonna be restrictions because Saturn is about restrictions and institutions and, and order and doing things in a particular way to make things in only that way. So Saturn and sharing this space 
which is called a conjunction, they're right next to each other, okay? It means you can become too rigid in that practice. So think balance and logic and minus the analytical minutia which can occur, okay? It's important to keep an open mind and alternatives and possibilities in all things. So in your routine, in daily practice, do not overdo it and be so strict on yourself that you end up judging yourself, okay? You're a demanding type of person. So expecting the best of yourself is very much so key for you. So you expect that in others, in that you can be too criticizing of yourself. And this ripples off into how you view others and treat others as well. So the criticism, work on that um, and, and, and not to be so critical of yourself because, you know, in all things, it, it ain't that serious, you know. So also you may have a tendency to worry and fret, which it hit, this worry and fret is like, just throw it away, okay? Throw it out the window because it really restricts the life force energy in the body. And you, your whole focus is about your health and your body, okay? This placement can cause you to be kind of um, like self-centered. It's very good to be self-centered in ways, but we you want to be balanced because Aries is about me, the individual self, but it has to be balanced within that individual idea of self. And we're going to get there, okay? And it and self-centered is relate, it relates to the positive self-centered relates to um, building you and to make an effect and benefit so that you can benefit others. So building you in a way where, where it enables you to share, whether it's information, a gift, a hobby, a whatever, it, it, that's the self-centered and you're using yourself as the center of focus in order to share and aid others along their journey. Okay. Now, Sixth House, that's your, that's your strong work. Okay, and it is to create um, a daily routine and practice for health and well-being. So naturally, you work hard, but that isn't always extended to others. It is really important for you to learn how to include others into your life. You may experience difficulties if you're at work or work with employers, employees, and work. And that's just because that Saturn is there. You know, this placement can kind of also create a nagging person who is irritated easily um, type of personality. So it is so important for you to be mindful of what you are doing as it relates to others because your health and well-being is the health and well-being of others and it's just the way that it goes now let's talk about health a person with this placement as far as the body is related 
can suffer from issues with heart and nerves. You know, that irritability and saying that person is getting on my nerves. and You don't let that be the case or your heart is closed off to giving and receiving love because you're suspicious or things like that. Don't let these things happen and we're going to move on and I'll explain that. Also, um, this placement can affect kidneys, kidney issues. So it's highly important that you um, intake a, 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 a water, okay, a high intake of water um, to maintain good health. On the brighter, brighter side of this placement, um, you are very cautious and you're a practical person. Okay, so you, 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 even though you think um, you're a quick thinker when needed, you, you, you are practical, you know, in your approach to certain things, okay? And you have a stellar work ethic. So if there's something placed in front of you, you're going to get it done. Um, yeah, if you have a target or focused or, or focus, it's, it's pretty much done. Now, in friendships and or like associations, you connect with, with like-minded people. Your associations are based, however, upon the beliefs and ideas, if the belief and ideas are shared. So you really um, are about finding people who think like you. And that's because you have a very... Um, your, your air energy is, is, is your smallest amount of energy and air energy is mind. So you really don't have the mind for, uh, considering things that are not like you, you know, and that that's okay. Cause that's how some people are. But you know, when people say, Oh, be open-minded and all this stuff, you're not really like that in many, uh, in many, um, uh, uh, subjects or areas of life. If someone doesn't have the same viewpoints, um, you may be a little bit detached from them or appear aloof. You may find it difficult to make friends. And that was probably more so in your younger years. You're, you're a different type of person. And, um, you have viewpoints that are not necessarily like the majority. Okay. And this has helped to substantiate the natural loner you are. You're a loner. And, but you tend to, it, that loner type, it kind of increases the idea of being suspicious and paranoid of other people. And um, so you're not really open to a whole lot. You tend to hide clues of your inner self through the outer mask that you wear. However, what other people see is your scorpionic soul, like the scorpion soul that you are, your Scorpio soul, and the planet of Neptune is sitting there. So people see sexuality and intensity in you, and that can attract some, while that, that same energy can make others uncomfortable. You may find it difficult to just be friends with people um, because you bring in a need for depth, depth in your interactions. 
So passion and sexuality are huge rulers of your energies. Now in life, we all have a purpose, okay? And that is our trajectory. So in a birth chart, this information is symbolized through the North Node. The North Node is the same as the North Star. You know, you ever heard the saying, I'm reaching for my North Star? Or um, better yet, the example in the Bible where the three wise men, which represent body, mind, and spirit, they followed the North Star to find baby Jesus or to find the Christ consciousness. Well, the same story is for us. We're, our purpose is to merge body, mind, and spirit to navigate to our North Node where we will become the highest self or the Christ consciousness. In order to achieve your agreement in this lifetime or create North Node energy as the person you are, you are urged to break out of this passivity phase about life you've been in, okay? Your soul is so urging you to do that. Your current life cycle, it shines a light on Jupiter. And again, you are in the cycle of inventory. You are being urged to take stock, evaluate all aspects of life and regroup, okay? Regroup. Ask, where do I go from here? And what steps can I take to get there? This is a time to prioritize what is important and what is not. You are to evaluate your accomplishments because you are at the dawning of great wisdom, okay? You are gathering all the tools in life that worked and you're discarding and forgiving everything that didn't work. These are the things that your soul want you to know, okay? Have a full heart of forgiveness for all things, okay? Because everything has been a blur. Without being armed with the tools of knowledge of life, a north node, and the clarities of why, who knows? No one knows truly and or clearly what they are doing, not even you, not me. We don't know, we have no trajectory. So just forgive everything up until this point and let it go, start all over and, and build your life anew. At this time, your focus is health with a strong emphasis on the health of your physical body. You are being urged to create an exercise routine Okay, however, it isn't just limited to the physical aspects alone. Consideration, focus, interest of spirit and mind are imperative as you are being called to heal the wounds of your heart and mind, which would in turn mend your soul wound. There are many ways in the process of healing the heart and mind. A few suggestions are meditation, you can do your independent research. Your energies say that you will, you're, you're a great researcher and that you can be very resourceful. And 
your soul is urging you to seek new ways of learning to love. Now with these changes, you will be fulfilling the karmic lessons associated with this lifetime and extending this wisdom onto your children, family, and friends. Your growth will begin to show and you will be shining a new light upon your life, attracting new relationships and manifesting a more satisfying world. The work that you do is bound to inspire others and your energy speaks that you can be an, an excellent counselor okay, an excellent speaker, an aid and guide to others. So this is what you came here for. This is your work, okay, and you got this. <laughs> I do hope that this was helpful for you. Um, and you gave, and gave you a bit of clarity and direction for the journey forward. And I will read the quote again for you to remember the deepest secret is that life is not a process of discovery, but a process of creation. You are not discovering yourself, but creating yourself anew. Seek, therefore, not to find out who you are, but seek to determine who you want to be. I suggest listening to this more than once. And I really want to say I'm so grateful that you entrusted me to dive into your energy. I feel honored and blessed in doing this. My heart thanks you. And may you have a wonderful day and a wonderful journey from this moment on. I'm wishing you the highest vibrations of body, mind, and spirit. Much love. I do love you.